Hey friends, welcome back to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast. Happy New Year. I cannot believe we are already in 2024. How did it happen? How did we get here so fast? I am still in shock that 2023 went as fast as it did. But I've been working on so many good things behind the scenes for you, and I cannot wait to share with you all of the really cool, fun, revamp things that the debt-free CEO will have for you in 2024. One of those being my printable budget that I have for you to download. I spent some time going through it and really adjusting the budget numbers to match more 2023-2024 numbers with inflation. I am going to have that linked in the show notes for you. Please know that it is made for you to print out month after month. It is made for you to use as a guideline to help you when you are budgeting every single month and when you're going through your finances. So use that and let me know if you have any questions. Today's topic though is going to be about what a zero-based budget is. And I've never really elaborated on this, I guess because I assumed people knew what it was. I'm not sure why I've never talked about it, but a zero-based budget is what I have always followed and it's what my printable budget is based around. So I'm really excited to dive into the power of a zero-based budget and how you can use it for debt payoff. So let's get into it. Hey, you're listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. So the main thing to start off with is really to understand what a zero-based budget is. Basically, you allocate every single dollar of your income to and for a specific purpose, therefore leaving no room for unassigned funds, meaning if you have access to $5,000 every single month from your income, you are going to budget and you're going to allocate every single dollar so that you know exactly where your money is going. Even if you have leftover, that's even better, right? Especially if you're on the path to paying off debt, you want money leftover so that you can be aggressive about that debt payoff. So basically, you're going to allocate every single dollar of your income for a specific purpose. Now, the concept of that is to be very intentional with your money. If you don't know where your money is going, you don't know what it's doing for you every single month. So you want to be really intentional with every single dollar that you have, whether it be to pay off debt, to invest into your future, to spend on clothes. It doesn't matter what you want to spend your money on. It's making sure that that money has a purpose. And maybe you already do this. I kind of thought this was assumed or normal, but maybe it's not. So if you do more of a traditional budget where you try to just spend all of your money without 
actually looking and focusing on debt payoff and saving money, then maybe switching to a zero-based budget is something that could be a little more strategic for you and your family when it comes to debt payoff and saving for your future. So now how do we create that zero-based budget? Well, when you download my printable budget template, I'm going to walk you through exactly how to do that, but I'll give you the gist right here. You're going to start by calculating your total monthly income, so how much money you make if you have a spouse, how much money your spouse makes if you do your finances together. That's a whole other topic I've talked about before. Um, My husband and I, we do our money all in the same pot, so his money is my money, my money is his money, and so forth. So I think about all of our income, even if you have side jobs or if you have a side business, think about that too and how much money is in that pot. Then you're going to list all of your expenses. And on my budget template, we start with the fixed expenses. Now, these are expenses that won't change every single month. This is something that is always going to be what it always is going to be. So our mortgage doesn't change. It may change at the end of the year. It just went up actually, but For the next 12 months, I know what my mortgage is. My internet stays the same. My alarm bill stays the same. So think about all of those bills and write out which ones never change. They're the same exact amount every single month. That's going to be your fixed expenses. Then you're going to look at your variable costs. This category is things that one month, maybe you spend 200. The next month, maybe you spend 300. One month, you spend 250. The next month you spend 215. Okay, they're gonna change month after month. And that's gonna be things like your groceries, eating out, the gas that you put in your car, your electric. And I give you all of those examples in the spreadsheet too, but I want you to think about things that are going to change. And the trick here is to over budget for those things. Meaning if on average you put $200 worth of gas in your car, Go over just a little bit, like 250 or 300. So on those months that you do hit those higher gas bill months, you're not having to pull that money elsewhere. You can simply, oh, I've got enough money in there. We're good to go. And then on the months that you don't spend as much, at the end of the month, if you still have $50 in your gas budget, bam, you can send that extra $50 to debt or you can send it to your savings account, whatever your goals are. Then you're going to look at your debt. So credit cards, student loans. I don't say car payment on that debt category. You can, but most people have more consumer debt. So credit card debt. So you can list out all of your credit cards that you have, all of your student loan payments, et cetera. Then I look at my how much money I want to save each month. And maybe you don't have a savings amount goal. That's fine. I talk about it a little bit on my budget template, but... If you have a home, I suggest you keep a savings account at least three months of your living expenses so that if something were to happen, like your air conditioning goes out, if you have some type of house or life emergency, you have something to pull from and you're not having to put more money on credit card debt. If you rent, then I would just keep about $1,000 in your little emergency fund so that you are able to pull from that when needed. And I go into detail. I think I've talked about that many times before um, when it comes to how much to save. But I talk about it a little bit on the download when you get it. So when I was being really strategic about debt payoff, I was not saving any money because I needed to put that money that I was saving towards my debt. 
so that I wasn't having to spend more money on interest. It really just depends what your goals are. There's no right or wrong way to do it, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) And then the last category that I talk about is all of the unnecessary expenses. And really, this is the hardest category because we want things all the time, right? We are humans. That is completely normal. And that is, there's nothing wrong with that. When you are in debt, though, you really have to be realistic with yourself and set realistic goals, but also set boundaries on your spending. So if I've given myself $150 a month for me money, that means I can do literally whatever I want with it. I need to be disciplined about that because it's so easy to go and spend a lot of extra money every single month that really you can't afford because you have other debt that you should probably be focused on, especially if you have credit card debt. You have already spent money that you don't have, (laughs) but you should be conscious of spending the money that you do have and making sure that you're not spending too much on those unnecessary expenses. Because at the very end of the budget, you're going to see the remaining amount that you have in your budget. And if you're over budget, meaning you have got negative dollars left, you're going to need to go to that unnecessary expense category and see what things you can start deleting because you already identified that they were unnecessary. Now you are over budget, so you can't afford those things. So that's going to be the first place I'm going to look for little amounts of money that can get me to either be at a zero base budget or to get me to be under budget, meaning I've got $100, $200, $300 left over so that I can be strategic about what I do with that money that's left over. So that's really creating your zero-based budget. And there is also apps that you can use if pen and paper isn't your forte. That is totally fine. If you want to even just download it so that you can look it over and see what I'm talking about and then download an app to do it on directly from your phone, that is fine too. Now, let's talk about using a zero-based budget for debt payoff. So I just said at the end of the budget, you want to either be at zero, so that means every single dollar has been allocated to something, or you want to be under budget, meaning you've got 100, 200, 300, whatever, left over. When you have that 100, 200, when you have that amount of money left over and you have debt, that is when you wanna be strategic about what you are doing with that money. Meaning if I have got credit card debt and the interest rate is sitting at 22.99 and I get $300 left over every single month that I'm not spending, I need to be putting that $300 extra to that credit card payment. That is going to be something that you may not see immediately the payoff from it, but over time, that statement balance is going to start getting lower and lower and lower. And as your statement balance decreases, the amount of money that you're spending on interest actually decreases as well. And that's what we want to see. Because I I feel like oftentimes when people have high amounts of consumer debt, they're paying anywhere between $500 to $1,000 a month on their credit cards. I would be interested to see how much of that is actually interest. And that is why people feel like they are never, ever making an impact and a dent in their debt is because the amount of interest that they are paying is so high that the principal amount, so the amount that actually lowers the balance that they're paying on these debts is so minimal that they're not not seeing any growth. And so then they give up. So being really, really diligent 
and discipline about your money and putting that extra money towards those high interest rate debts is really going to be the sweet spot to where you are going to start seeing that debt lower time after time because the minimum payment on a $10,000 credit card bill is only going to do so much over time, right? You're going to need to be a little more aggressive about it if you're wanting to see the progress that I know mentally you need and want to see. And I've talked about this in another podcast before, and it's going to be the debt snowball method versus the debt avalanche method. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because it talks all about strategy behind debt payoff. But essentially what happens is when you have this money left over, once you get one of your debts paid off, you want to start taking that money and rolling it into the next debt payoff. Just because you paid off one of your credit cards that had a $100 payment month after month doesn't mean you should go and re-rack up credit card debt. Take that $100, make sure that your budget is either zero-based or you are under budget, and then use that $100 to pay off the next debt, whether that be another credit card or maybe now you're ready to attack your car payment. Use that money that you have left over and that you continue to gain from your debt payoff over time to pay off more debt. Now, I feel like, too, when people make a budget, some people are all-or-nothing mindset of, okay, it's the third day of the month. I've already busted my budget on the eating out. I'm screwed. I quit. I give up. I never want to budget for the rest of the month ever again. I'll start over the next month. Mindset and budgeting really do go hand-in-hand because you can't look at it as an all-or-nothing mindset. You really have to look at your budget as being flexible but not too flexible to where every single month you're like, "Uh, I'm overspending still, no big deal. I'll try better next month. Oh, I'm overspending still, no big deal. I'll try better next month. You've got to find that happy balance between being disciplined, but also giving yourself grace because a budget is really just guidelines for you to follow month after month so that you can stay on track towards your goals. So let's talk about some challenges that you may need to overcome when it comes to adjusting your budget. Now, I will preach this forever. I truly think the best way to keep up with your budget and to stay on track with keeping it updated and to make sure that you are in the know of what is going in and out of your account on a monthly basis is to check your budget every single day. When you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed at night, Whatever it is, find a routine and a system that works well for you and log into your accounts. Make sure that nothing weird is going on. You didn't get charged for something random. Make sure that you've tracked all of your charges that you've done in either paper format or in an electronic format and document it every single day. I truly believe that is the best way for you to stay focused on your goals for you to be able to not get overwhelmed. And I speak from semi-experience. I am a check the budget every day type of person. And my husband is a once a week type person. And sometimes there is just so many charges that he gets overwhelmed by the end of the week and he wants to quit and give up. And he's like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to budget anymore because it's just so many charges. Whether that B, we had a couple of Amazon orders or we went and did some shopping, whatever it may be. He will get overwhelmed when there's too many charges on the account and something tells me that you or your spouse might be the same way. And so if you do that daily, you are having to allocate, you know, five charges a day 
as opposed to at the end of the week, 25 charges. I know I would be overwhelmed if I waited till the end of the week as well. That's why I prefer to do it daily. And really another challenge that you're going to have to be diligent about overcoming is your mindset. I did a great podcast interview with Jen on mindset and strategy a few weeks ago. And really, there is so much to be said about how much mindset goes into debt payoff, how much mindset goes into budgeting, how much mindset goes into money in general. If you are telling yourself negative things, if you are telling yourself you can't stick to a budget, you'll never be debt-free, you'll never pay off debt, you are going to see those exact results. (laughs) So you honestly, you've really got to dig deep and find it in your mind to stay strong, stay the course, and do what you need to do to get to the financial situation that you want to be at. I really encourage you to go listen to that episode if you have not already. And I want to lastly touch on a client of mine who I guess thought she was doing a zero-based budget, but turns out she was over budget every single month by a couple of hundred dollars. And really got herself into some trouble with overspending because she didn't understand and didn't realize that she was overspending and that she was over budget. So really making sure that you are tracking all of your income, all of your expenses, and putting your money somewhere in some sort of bucket, whether it be to my credit cards, whether it be, okay, I've been saying that we only spend $300 on groceries a month, but we really are spending $600. Be realistic about those spending categories that you are making for yourself so that you are able to accurately budget month after month. If you budget a zero-based budget one month and it's not very successful or you overspent in a couple of categories, the next month, go back through and adjust. This is something that can work based on your needs. The main thing is just make sure that you budget every single dollar that you have. If you're not budgeting every single dollar that you have, if you have money in your account, you're going to spend it. Or if you are in the cycle of using credit cards, you are going to continue to swipe, 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 but never see your debt go down. So to wrap up, a zero-based budget is going to help you with debt payoff because you will know where every single dollar is going. And if you're under budget, you're able to aggressively attack your debt. If you need help creating a zero-based budget, I've got tons of podcast episodes, TikToks, informational TikToks. You can shoot me a message on Instagram, or I offer one-on-one strategy sessions where we can budget together. We can sit down and look at your financial picture as a whole and do it together to make sure that you have got a realistic budget with realistic goals to help you for your 2024 financial future. And also, I said this at the beginning, but the Debt-Free CEO has some really cool things in store for 2024. So stay tuned for the next episodes. And as always, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, shoot me a message. I would love to connect with you. And make sure that you grab my free printable budget in the show notes or head to my website and you can grab it there. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at meganmendez underscore underscore. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.